Hello everyone. This is your host Ajitesh Singh and I along with my co-host Ambar Chatraj run this podcast Business Rendezvous which is an initiative by the PR committee of NMIMS Navi Mumbai. In today's episode we have Slay Point while popular on YouTube among the roast comedy culture. Stay tuned while we get back with them. I can't think that this is happening for real. I've been waiting for this for quite some time now. First of all, a huge thanks from our side to Abhuda and Gautami for taking time out of their busy schedule. I've been following Silly Point or Slay Point rather since its days of inception, and it was a cricketing channel back then. But um, just let's set the ball rolling. So my question is, what according to you is the difference between a content creator and an influencer, and how are they interrelated? <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you so much for having yeah, us. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> yeah, the first question: content creator versus influencer. Well, um, before people used to think that they are the same, but like being in this field for so long, I think we have realized that it is definitely different. So uh, yeah, a lot of people even had. issues with the term influencer and this to make fun of it but uh, for us i think from experience what we have learned is we are content creators because what we do is we just make videos we upload them on youtube and then we're gone but i think influencers are those who are utilizing all of the platforms and have like a presence on each and every platform someone who is regular on instagram someone who's there on maybe tiktok on twitter on facebook on youtube everything so a person that handles uh, communication and talking to their audience to all of these platforms that is a person i would consider an influencer and for us we just make our videos and like just move away so <laughs> we are i guess content creators Yeah, I think anyone can be a content creator. If you decide to upload a video today, you can be a content creator. But a person is an who is an influencer has a loyal audience base, and they are willing to listen to what you say. If you ask them to follow uh, yourself on Instagram, then they will go and do it. If you ask them to buy this app or download this app, then they if they are going to, then you can call yourself an influencer. So, as you have been in the industry for a quite of long time, uh, let me ask you guys honestly: uh, Did collaborating and networking with different personalities help you grow as a person? Yeah, it did. I mean, you learn a lot from other people's experiences, and also uh, meeting new people also helps in getting new deals, and uh, also learning about different fields that exist in this industry. So. when we just started out we weren't aware about how the brand system works and how actually people approach youtube as a business so actually talking to people who have done who've done it before uh, helped us a lot and changed our perspective towards yeah and basically networking really helps in the sense that a lot of people want to work with you but they do not know exactly how trustable it would be if they emailed you and then got in touch with you and then when we speak to them we would obviously show our best most marketable selves but connecting uh, in other ways like if you meet someone in real life at a party and you're kind of caught off guard you don't know each other that person doesn't know me that I'm a youtuber i don't know that person they 
they could be the ceo of a brand and we're just interacting and when we can actually interact and get to know each other they can kind of build build trust with us and understand that okay these are the kind of people that i actually do want to work with so sometimes that helps and knowing the other person also in such a free way uh they can help you learn so much instead of just formal email like hey i want you to promote and we do the promotion they send the payment and it's over then you don't really learn much so networking actually helps you grow a lot more than just basic brand deals and negotiation how important is it to position yourself in a particular niche while creating and posting content on various platforms is according to you is interacting with your audience one way of deciding your niche when you are starting out um i think niche forms automatically i don't think you decide to form a niche like for us uh, we we didn't want to like our own our main niche became that we were we didn't abuse in our videos and we were different from other roasters so we didn't plan to do that but audience made it like that they made made us uh, look very family friendly so it it happens automatically based on what audience you appeal to and the size of the audience that you appeal to so i think it happens over time naturally yeah popular culture kind of decides uh niches already for you so Yeah. there is already a genre of roasting and so initially when we started people decided to put us in that box and then they realized that no maybe they are different so we actually consider ourselves a commentary channel not a roasting channel so then slowly people start to understand what the difference is and how we are different from others they're still not able to give it a name but definitely it's the audience and their pers- section that creates uh, a niche for you and people you know you can easily break out of that niche so when we started making vlogs and everything so people just thought that okay this comedy is translating to other things as well so it's just like then your personality and your unique way of doing things becomes your niche it just all depends on what you keep posting and how the audience receives it the audience could have completely hated the vlogs and told us to stick to comedy videos and then may forcefully put us in that box of peer roasting or a commentary youtuber and don't do anything else it's just completely based on out the outside world so how do you decide if a certain type of content is working out for your channel or not are there any certain any or certain kpis for deciding that and what do you do if a piece of uh, content fails drastically so the things that we look at are firstly comments i think they are the best indicators sometimes because sometimes people just hate on you for no reason so you have to be very careful about how you take criticism and all the comments and also the number of likes the number of subscribers gained and uh how many people are talking about it on instagram on twitter so those things uh help us know if the video is doing well or not and uh when the video fails i think we've always taken it as a learning step because no one is going to remember a bad video after like a month even if you were to think of the bad videos that your favorite creators made i don't think you would be able to name more than one or two so no one really remembers the bad videos so i think we just move on from that 
uh, it's interesting how you speak uh, you spoke about uh, hate and when you become popular there is always you know there are going to be pros and cons the cons being that you get a lot of negativity what is your way of dealing with negativity because there are many people who cannot deal with hatred so what is your way of dealing with negativity well obviously you spend a more than a week making a video four or five days editing it like all night mostly till 3 to 4 a.m so immediately when we post the video that's the time that we're obviously really sensitive because you have given your entire 10 to 15 days on this one six seven minute clip that you're about to post on the internet so that time we are obviously very sensitive to what is being said but over time there are a few things that you completely uh, become immune to so comments about our looks it definitely does not get to us at all because you know that that's not a precedent for your success and it's not going to it's i mean you've already you already have an audience of people enjoying your content based on your humor so now your looks don't matter anymore neither are we into fashion or beauty so you slowly come to terms with comments of such sort and of course comments that just go after you and your family for no reason uh, with all sorts of abuses we just know that these are empty abuses it's just someone sitting behind a screen and typing a bunch of words that are not going to amount to anything as long as there's no serious threat of like i'm going to come and beat you up it's very easy to ignore just plain abusive comments the comments that get to us are only the ones that say that the video was not as good it wasn't as funny or you guys are not as impressive as you used to be before those are the comments that we focus on and see if there is more to it if someone just said says hey i didn't like this then there's not much for me to take away from that then then me and abhi they just sit and talk for hours try to find out what really happened but we can't exactly tell but if someone says this video wasn't nice because of xyz reasons so those are the type of comments that we do take into account and see why something could be unlikable but other than that like pure hate really doesn't get to us anymore yeah uh, so i have a very genuine successive question to this uh, there are a quite handful of creators who try to make their name using negative pr so sometime back there was this uh, self claimed artist or singer who used to create her own songs i won't take names over here and she used to get roasted by a very popular youtuber and she gained a huge amount of popularity due to the roast uh, while i think roasting is negative pr what would be your suggestion in such a case where we need to convert that amount of negative pr into good pr i think it depends uh for example the singer that you don't want to name she she got brand deals out of it she made a career out of it she even got into big boss because of it so i think if if all that is happening to you i think negative pr is not that bad then but also if you're doing something really weird that people really genuinely hate you as a person then that negative pr is really bad for this singer it was more about the content that she was making and not about the type of person she was so that's why she got all the opportunities that she got if it becomes about the person then i don't think it's good yeah and it also the person on whom the joke or 
roasting is um, is being made uh the thing is that she took it in a sporting way of course uh, if when the comments got maybe abusive she uh, turned off comments and stuff like that but she built an ecosystem around herself she probably had someone who managed her who decided that this person is interesting enough to be pitched for something like big boss and would be good and to continue making music so uh, you you guys there are obviously going to be a lot of comparisons when you are a content creator because there would always be one or two small youtuber whose daily motive is to compare to huge youtubers to gain some views on his or her channel no. so how do you guys deal with comparisons i think you get used to it over time because the number of comparisons and the number of those videos that are they keep increasing with time it doesn't happen all of a sudden so i think you get used to it and you get to know that okay everyone is doing their own thing there's no point to to this comparison because everyone has their own audience and everyone has their own content everyone has their own struggles and how they are working hard so i think comparisons is something that only the audience cares about and as creators i don't think we are as bothered about it yeah sometimes to understand this you just have to think as audience you know uh, as a person i watch videos from 10 to 15 youtube channels on a weekly basis and most of them are comedy and even if i even if i personally prefer one person over the other i'm still watching all of them and i'm still enjoying all of them and sometimes it's like you know audience creates this competition of this person is going to overtake you in subscribers or this person is better and these whole uh, like grabbing uh, comments these days that come you know like if you think this youtuber is better comment if you think this youtuber is better and stuff like this creates competition in other people's heads but as creators we know that anything can happen and this is only about a mixture of the kind of content you put out and how quickly it goes viral based on your thumbnail and title and so many other metrics that there is no point in this comparison at all what would be your suggestion to someone who is just starting out in the youtube game should the person focus on quantity or quality of the content in his or her videos I think when you start it should be about quantity more as and when you get established and you start having an an audience then it should sh- shift to quality because uh, once you have an audience then they have some expectations from you so you have to match that and for that you have to focus on quality but when you start out I think quantity is the way to go because you just want your video to be discovered by as many people as possible and as also- soon as possible yeah also quantity gives you so much experience right because when you're starting off you don't have camera presence you don't know how to use the equipment that you have you might not even know that you need something so the more you put yeah. out slowly the more you learn from the mistakes you make the feedback you get and how things turn out so quantity is helpful in that way as well once you understand what you are good at then you can build on it Of course consistency is important you can't go from having a video every week to a video every month uh you have to sort of create that balance for yourself uh but yeah creators do eventually figure it out so uh, silly point that started in 2016 back then it was a cricketing channel then you guys 
started breaking down trailers of different movies and finally you guys ventured into comedy how has your journey of evolution been so far the the transition was actually pretty natural it started with uh, just all of the guys in my class wanting to talk about cricket because they love cricket so much and they just got me on board to present uh to be their presenter and just talk to people for them via the camera and then uh it was a cricket related movie which we decided to make a breakdown about and then that did really well so then we decided to shift to movies that time our channel was just not big enough so uh we weren't really concerned about what people exactly had to say about us we just wanted to evolve like i was telling you when i answered the previous question is that you learn with time what you want to do and how you want to do it so we just kept picking on these instances and after we got into breakdown we realized more of what it's like to be a youtuber so to be a youtuber for us became that people regularly come back to look for content that you make and they are watching it for you because they're interested in you so we decided that what else am do we think about all the time and it was us watching a lot of comedy and observing other channels on youtube and other videos so we decided to just okay let's maybe show our thoughts in one of the videos in a funny way and then we transitioned to that it's all just about evolving slowly based on your likes and dislikes you can't let the audience have too much power over you it has to be a very equal balance of what you like and what they like what is your experience being a youtuber professionally uh, did the society at first accept your decision or did you go through your own share of hustle i think the hustle is always there Uh, irrespective of whether the society accepts or not but uh, yeah for us it was easy because we were doing youtube along with studies so the society didn't have much to complain about because we were already studying and we were getting good grades so for us it has been easy up till now but let's see what happens later because now we have graduated so let's see how people react now Did you guys ever have multiple backup plans like in the worst case if YouTube didn't happen because again it's a very it's not a very uh, like there is no surety that this career would back in the day when the geo thing did not happen there was no surety that YouTube that initially people would become uh, YouTubers and they would choose YouTube as their profession so did you guys ever have multiple backup plans like in the worst case if YouTube didn't happen then you would go back to that particular profession yeah well that was the whole reason behind uh keeping at it with our graduation and studies while doing youtube that was one of the main reasons because you can never be too sure and like us you know me and abhyudev we we just were never able to fit it into our heads that that youtube channel is doing well so on that basis i can keep a plan b of studying behind and go all in on youtube we were never like ready to accept that and we always wanted to anyway have a safety net because you don't know one day your videos are working out and going viral the other day people decide that they just don't like you anymore and they move on fame is a fleeting uh, thing 
so we we completed our graduation and we didn't just do it for the sake of it we were like if we are balancing two things and you are giving time to both if you're going to college every day you might as well get something out of it so study properly and get good marks if you're going to do it then do it properly what exactly is the process of working with a brand like what's the stepwise procedure that is followed in a brand integration i think the the brand first contacts the manager of the creator that they want to collaborate with then the manager's team negotiates the price and uh, what are the demands of the brand and then once that is locked in the manager asks the creator if they want to do the brand deal with all the requirements and if the creator agrees then uh, the deal is signed and that's how we decide that okay we are going to integrate this brand in for this many seconds and in this video uh thank you so much for patiently answering all of our question and thank you for coming to our podcast what would be your tip to someone who is going through a bad phase in his or her life oh uh, well thank you so much for having us it was uh, i mean i think it's always a privilege to be able to give back like we were just uh in the zone that you are in right now as students just a few years ago so it's always good to be able to give back and i would obviously like to talk to people and help them out like i would have really loved if i would have had someone 2 3 years older to me give me tips like this so definitely uh, really glad to be on this podcast and anything that i would want to say to someone who is going through a hard time would be that uh don't make it uh solely about yourself there are so many other factors to what you're going through and you shouldn't be too too focused on what is happening with you uh there is always a larger perspective to things and if you think about your life overall this will not last for very long and it probably won't matter too much in the long run so the best is to think about it as a learning experience because it's i mean you might feel like you've fallen but when you get back up you'll get back up a lot stronger and you can learn uh, learn so much from it so you should rather look at it as a learning experience even though you feel really bad at the moment it's going to help you so we have a couple of uh, questions from our listeners uh, we know that the watch time matters more on uh, youtube than likes or subscribers nowadays uh, how do you maintain your audience's attention for as long as the video ends uh, what helped you be consistent throughout your time on youtube did you have to sacrifice something or just a little time management did it for you this one is from our bbs student kritibal okay so for the watch time i think it depends on how you plan the flow of your video and the structure if you get to the point as soon as possible and don't bore the audience with unnecessary things i think they will be engaged and will watch till the end as long as it's entertaining i think it's on youtube you have to be prepared for a non stop process the moment a video goes up you have to start thinking about the next and just doing it again and again and again and just uh, you know you always want to grow fast and get subscribers so i think that drive pushes you 
to upload more and be consistent and yeah once you get used to the habit of just thinking of new ideas all the time the consistency becomes easy do you think india has lost the ro- india had lost the roasting format a bit too early since the eib roast back in 2015 uh that i think that roast format was never going to be successful in india that particular roast format with the, all the words that they use i think that was never going to be uh, accepted in india in in this time because people yeah, are like basically on a large yeah large scale level it would have never been accepted like we know that there was a particular section of people who are mature enough to understand what the roast meant and uh, what it's supposed to do but there are a lot of people who you know can't take a joke as a joke or don't understand the whole context of what a roast is and that's where there was a big problem with that that particular event that happened now the audiences have definitely matured but still on a large scale not mature enough to accept a roast format like that so roast has evolved over time and it will keep evolving based on where you are and what your viewers like so i don't think like roast has started way too early or like it's dead right now there's nothing of that sort it's going to keep evolving and take its own shape and uh, people are developing new sensitivities every day about what to talk about and what to not talk about in what context is certain joke okay and in what context is it not and it's only better if everybody learns and grows rather than sticking to a particular type of roast no matter it working or not working Where do you think content creation is shifting towards in India? And both these questions were from Das Ramakant. I think uh, it's getting more personality based. Like um, right now, what you see is more of sketches and those skits. But over time, it's going to be more personality based, where where a single individual YouTuber will be creating uh, various different types of content, sketches, commentary, gaming, and all of that. So I think that's where YouTube is heading right now. So uh, the next question is from one of my friends, Tanush Desai. Uh, he asks, uh, "What are the areas that uh, one should keep in mind while building their social media presence or presenting their brand to people?" it depends from brand to brand but brands really like to care about who they are associating with and their brand image they really like to do thorough background checks and see what's been going on with the person with their channel and the type of content that they make so it also depends on the creator what kind of brands they are looking for so as like a gaming creator would only be interested in a gaming brand but there can be a gaming creator who has who does a vast majority of topics and has personality based things as well so for a brand that person would be more valuable because their personality is deeply linked with their content as well and that person might probably have a lot more influence and they might get brands other than gaming brands as well so you have to figure out exactly if you want to be in a niche or you want to be more approachable and do a lot more brands and uh, of course 
these days the kind of words that you use and the style of your content also definitely affects the decision of brands working with you uh censorship is obviously a thing like some brands want you to not use certain words while uh, their brand is being promoted in a certain video so you have to be kind of uh, mindful of what you're putting out these days also with regards to this uh, was there a time wherein you felt like ki content ki kami hai or response of people is not as expected in the initial days because a lot of time newbies who start up their own initiative often fall into this trap and they lack that sheer commitment which was there in the beginning so how should one go about it i think I there will always be times where you don't have ideas but i think that 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 point of time you shouldn't be stressed or uh, you shouldn't be restless about it i think it's natural should give yourself time do something else do watch some other videos or go out with friends and then once you're fresh i think our ideas come to you automatically i think just be happy and don't stress about it yeah and the thing about newbies is also that it depends on the motive with which you have started your channel if your motive was i'm just going to start a channel uh, post a bunch of videos get popularity get money get fame and so those are the kind of people i feel are going to run out of ideas first because content creation and ideating making content was never their first priority so when a person knows that they have a certain kind of creativity within them that confidence comes after uh, with time of course but when you know that you are doing this for the sake of you know just expressing yourself for making something that you want to talk about then you're not worried about running out of ideas because you know eventually uh, inspiration is going to strike and you're going to be able to get back to it and it doesn't bother you to take a break sit back and relax because you're not worried that if i don't post for a week or two am i going to lose fame am i going to lose popularity or money like you are completely okay with that as long as you are going to push out good content all right uh, we have some uh, quickies for you so what would you choose between apple or google google yeah google right now as of now google is doing like much better in a lot of spaces so you guys were college students until a few years ago what is your favorite what was your favorite canteen food yeah yeah, yeah. shezwan noodle so noodle cheese franky outside my canteen is really famous i used to have it almost four times a week when i was in 11th and 12th then eventually like you lo- lose the craze of something but yeah it's really good <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is the best moment of your life till now i think reaching 1 million subscribers was pretty special because we never expected it when we started so yeah i think for me that is the moment and for me it's when like people message that our videos have helped them genuinely go through some tough times like i remember there was this person who was hospitalized and they were allowed to use their phone for only 15 minutes per day because uh, you know using the phone a lot can also be harmful for someone who's hospitalized in bed and in those 15 minutes they chose to watch our videos to keep them positive and that really helped them get out of that situation so 
people having experiences like that with my content is something that is definitely very special to any struggle that has taught you a lot in your lifetime i think when it comes to youtube struggles i think yeah dealing with hate and criticism and so many people talking about you i think that has taught us a lot about just ignoring and you know just dealing with opinionated people and just respecting what people say and not letting it get to you i think that's taught us the most so uh, what is your favorite platform right now youtube or instagram youtube any day yeah youtube any day it's because instagram just becomes a toxic place after a while because everyone is going to come on instagram and talk about their achievements and the high points in their life or beautifully shot photos and edited on photoshop and things like that but on youtube at least you have a little more space to be yourself and instagram is just like you you just go there to see other people's best side of other people's lives which can get to you especially if you're in a bad mood okay so that's it from our side so abhyudha and gautami did you like our podcast are there any negatives or positives you would like to point out no it was great i think the flow was good and all the questions were pretty relevant to what so a youtube viewer would want to know so yeah that's good yeah i definitely appreciate the thought behind the questions and the sheer number of questions but all of them being relevant so yeah good effort you guys thank you so much guys for taking time out of your busy schedule and uh, coming on our podcast and thank you guys for tuning into business rendezvous bye guys subscribe to sleep for <laughs> yeah sure subscribe Had to, to do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow both of them on instagram Thanks thank you so much yeah. ambar and ajitesh have a good day thank you thank you thank, thank you. you you too thank you